Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Flute View Radio. This is Viviana Guzman for theflutview.com. This is our inaugural radio podcast, broadcasting from Seattle on March 12, 2015. Our special guest today is Carol Winton, international soloist, recording artist, professor at the Juilliard Court School. But first, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Luter Scooter. Welcome, Luter. Are you online? Hi, Viviana. Welcome Hello. to our first podcast. I'm calling in from Los Angeles and very excited about um, launching this new platform and radio show. And I'm going to introduce our third co-host um, who's going to be calling in from New York and that's Barbara Peeple. I Barbara, are you on? I just tried to make her lie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where are you calling in from, uh, Fluter? Los Angeles. New York City. I'm... Oh, well, well, there you are. <laughs> and uh, it's a lovely afternoon here in New York. Awesome. And awesome. welcome all to our first podcast. How great is that? <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to have Carol Winton with us. I'm going to just pull up her bio right here. She is an impeccable flute soloist, says the New York Times. Grammy-nominated flutist Carol Winton is the recipient of a 2011 Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Flute Association and a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Society of Arts and Letters. 2014. She recently celebrated her 25th anniversary member at the Juilliard School in a gala recital full of colleagues, students, and friends. Carol Winston celebrated her 2009-2010 Ruby anniversary with rave reviews from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the New Yorker, and Performance Today. Let's welcome to the show... Although I can't seem to pull her up. I see her phone number. She is trying. <laughs> I want to mention Carol. I, Carol was also my teacher at Juilliard. And she was my teacher at uh, Banff and at Marlboro. So wow. we are students of the great Carol Winston. For some reason, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Um, she's not pulling up. I see her that she's calling in, but for some reason, it's not allowing me to pull her up. Oh. In the meantime, I'm going to try to play this. <laughs> in the meantime, I thought I'd play a little section from a recording. Oh, the town light. Yeah. That where she performed at the San Francisco Loose by the Sea. And I'm, I'm actually playing with her. 
So that was an excerpt from Town Light that Carol Winsent performed at the Blue by the Sea Masterclass. And I, Viviana, am also playing with her. And Town Light, Peter, tell us the name of the composer of Town Light. It's, uh, the composer a, is Yuko Uebayashi, and um, she's obviously a Japanese composer, but um, living in Paris. And Carol plays a lot of her music. Actually, that NFA last year, um, she played the, uh, I forget the name, the name of the piece, uh, it was her string quartet and, and flute, and it was really awesome. So, um, Yeah, we all saw it. Yeah. yeah, she's a great composer, a wonderful composer. That's a, and that excerpt is from a very big flute duet, and for two flutes and piano, three movements. Uh, mm-hmm. A massive flute duet piece for flutists that she wrote. Um, it's wonderful to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having trouble getting Carol to come on. I texted her to call back. I don't understand why. I just mm-hmm. spoke with her like six minutes before, mm-hmm. and I explained to just call the number. Yes. So it should be fine. It should be fine. And I just texted her to call in again to see if that would help. So, Peter, why don't in the meantime tell us a little bit about what it was like studying with Carol at um, in at the Juilliard School. Wow, well, Carol was the perfect teacher for me. Um, you know, I had I had started at Juilliard with um, Jeannie Backstresser, who was also magnificent. Um, you know, I had gone into Juilliard wanting to be an orchestral player, believe it or not. <laughs> um, oh. And then I kind, of, I kind of changed my mind. And, um, you know, I was going to a lot of Carol's... Um, she did a flute wind and harp class, and she still does that. I, I really like Carol's style of teaching, and, um, you know, I, I switched over to Carol my third year at Juilliard, but I got two years in my master's. And she just was so supportive of everything that oh, Carol is doing. Carol is calling me. Hold on one moment. <laughs> I actually have her on on air, I believe. Carol, are you there? 917, is that Carol? Yes, sir. Hello, Carol? Who is caller 917 532 That's Carol. Okay, well, I have her on air. 
I don't know if she has her microphone, but she should be online with us. Carol, can you hear us? Okay, she's not. So keep going, uh, Luder. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, I, I was saying Carol was super supportive of everything that I wanted to do, and I, you know, I was always working with a lot of technology, world music, and um, new music back then. And and she was just just great. Um, she really. Um, I remember when I told her that I wanted to play Indian music. She she was so um she well she gave me the teacher and we we just worked on Indian music sometimes in class and you know kind of mixed it with flute stuff regular flute stuff so we're a lot of fun. hi everybody one moment um, Carol said that she could hear us but then we couldn't hear her so she's calling back again okay okay does she have her microphone. Yes, she had tried all of that before. Okay, okay, great. Sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> so what was it like, Viviana, with um, with you studying with Carol when you when you did? Well, my first encounter was at uh, Marlboro, and I was the, there were three flutists. It was Marina Piccinini and I. We were the student flutists, and mm-hmm. Carol was our Teacher, although in Malbo it's more of a collaborative movement. So it wasn't, I didn't actually study with her there. I played with her. We played, um, I remember playing the Mozart, one of the symphonies. I was second chair, she was first chair. It was just Mm -hmm. such a thrill. And then I studied with her three years in Banff, where. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, where that's when I encountered her, and she was just a magnificent. Uh, teacher also in the same way that you described, you know, I was also kind of not going on the, I knew early on that I didn't want to play in an orchestra and she allowed me to have my, my wildness come out. So I think we might have Carol on now. Hello. If she can hear can us. Me? Hi. Are you there, Carol? Hello. Can yes. you hear me? We can hear you. Yes. Yay. We can hear you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm enjoying hearing all these recollections that you all are re- <laughs> It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy we're together. That's great. Okay. So go ahead, Vivian. You were talking about how no. advanced oh, no. you were. Your, your dream was supported by my... Oh. My, well... We are just so thrilled that you're joining us today, and you are in the middle of amazing things right now, aren't? Where are you calling in from, and what are you doing there? <laughs> I am calling from Dubuque, Iowa, and um, this is a residency that I have done three times before: in 1981, 1984, 1989, and this is my fourth. Huh. Wow! And, um, it's playing largely for. School children, which has been fabulous. I haven't yes. done this in a long, long time, and of course, long, you know, the great uh, length. But um, <laughs> it's just been very moving for me because I'm ready to be a grandmother. That's what I want. <laughs> right. Wow. 
So it's school, and, it's um, schools in Iowa, uh, or it's with the Dubuque, Dubuque Symphony, or how is yes, it? Yes, I'm also playing the Christopher Rouse Concerto with the Dubuque Symphony this oh, weekend great. on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, so that's awesome. the culmination of this residency. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Nice. So, so each school, you're, you're, you're doing a concert for them, you're talking to them. How are you... Uh, relate. What, what's the what's the plan? Well, each there. I was originally an affiliate artist. That was a yes. program. And I'm trying to remember, I remember if any that. of you were affiliate artists. Were any of you affiliate no. artists? No. That was a wonderful uh, program that was actually funded by the gentleman who started the New World Symphony with Michael Silton Thomas. Oh. And the affiliate great. artist program was. Um, he was the gentleman who was uh, the founder of Carnival Cruises in Indiana. I wonder if you ever wrote on a Carnival Cruise. But anyway, um, the affiliate artist program uh, brought the brightest and the best virtuosos out into the community for basically outreach. And right. I have always told my students that these experiences were invaluable because uh, I played on Pontiac showroom cars on the road. I played in uh, nursing homes and convents. I played in prisons. I played for the school children. In this case, the uh, since the communication world has been so enhanced, uh, they largely want the live music programs in the schools, and it's been K pre-K actually through fifth grade. And I have to tell you, I do the whole bottle thing with you know uh, six bottles and six volunteers to blow into the bottles and do twinkle oh, little stuff. And I yeah. have a five-year-old boy today who is like our next generation of great flute players. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's great. He could just do it, huh? <laughs> oh my lord! And he was a pipsqueak. I mean, he was the tiniest, cutest thing you ever saw in your life. Aww. He's probably never blown across a bottle in his life. It's very oh, that's fantastic. That is great. Yeah. So you, I mean, you have been so incredibly busy. Tell us a little bit about, for all of our flute player listeners out there, about all of the concertos, new and repeats, that you've done just this season alone. It's so amazing. Well, let's see. Um, The repeats are including, uh, several of them were written for me, Lucas Foss, Renaissance Concerto, the Christopher Rouse, Blue Concerto, which is a blockbuster. They're both fantastic pieces. Um, Mozart, um, but suddenly the the new pieces are fascinating to me. There's the new Todd Macover work for flute and electronics in uh, symphony orchestra, and that is called Breathless. And I have to tell you, it's really stunning. It's 16 minutes of really exotic stuff. And uh, the, for me, the flute track was pre-recorded by me, and Tom was extremely explicit about what he wanted. He wanted piccolo, flute, alto, and bass. And he had a sound bite uh, that he wrote out that he wanted me to play on the flute. And then he... He metamorphized them into gorgeous sounds and collective sounds. And then the orchestra can improvise. It's really great. It's great. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. one. And I got my wish come true. I said, I want the dream sequence to be in complete blackout. So <laughs> I get to play the completely black 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, you can right. it's, it's great. It's a really I mean it's on the flu view the whole the whole link to it, so you can all Flute viewers, you can all hear the piece. It's so, um, it's so well thought out and contained, and the shape of it. And you really do go on this wonderful dream, almost from the beginning to the end, just the way it's it's written. Very still. Tom Mackle is the head of the MIT Electronic Music Lab. Yes. And that in itself was an experience to go there and work at the lab with him. Oh, that was really something. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's fascinating, the stuff they've done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the, the audience loved it so much. Um, we did it in northern Minnesota, actually, with the Bemidji Symphony. And... Um, they wanted to hear it again, and it's so wonderful to be able to play a piece twice at the world premiere. Yeah. They said, did, did you write this as a freshman just for Northern Minnesota? We heard coyotes, loons, uh, you know, uh, owls, we heard elk calls. <laughs> it was wonderful. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Great. That's great. And then you had another piece, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Elliot Barkut. Um I'll be interviewing him actually on um uh, Monday here in Los Angeles, um, about the piece that he wrote, um, for you, Carol. Can you um elaborate a little on, on that piece? Yes. Oh, I'm so happy that you are gonna do that, um, Andrea, really. It's wonderful. Elliot is a composer whom I first heard when a former student of mine, Alex Sopp, who is the principal student of the Knight, the group The Knight, you probably know Alex, and she studied with me at Juilliard, and she played with the New York Youth Symphony, Elliot Fox's work that was called Shalom, which ah. is a greeting in Hebrew, yes. Shalom. And, <laughs> and it uh, also means yeah. and, and it means goodbye also. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. But mostly peace. peace, real peace is the really deep meaning of that. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful work for flute and orchestra, and she played it gorgeously. And I met him afterwards because, of course, I wanted to hear her and hear him. And um, and then he approached me like, uh, oh my gosh, it was like several years, eight, maybe nine years later, seven years later, and he said, I want to write another piece. And I would like you to premiere it, and it's the fruit of strings, and it's called Let All the Earth Rejoice. And it's uh, really very beautiful. It's, um, it starts with a, uh, like a hymn, like a hymn to love and deep spirituality, and then it breaks into a dance where he combines his imagery of techno uh, rock music and um, computerized music and improvisation, and then it ends with uh, another closing hymn that's grand and very expressive. And it's tricky. I mean, I have the best players, mostly largely Juilliard uh, students who were in that orchestra. Oh, I love it. It's really beautiful. Oh, and I have, to use, I have to sing and play at the same time. And, you know, you three, I mean, you're the queens of, of extended techniques, and 
you know, I still have to say, every time you see a plane to the flute, are your audiences amazed and excited? Yes, totally. It's, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why they, they think it's like so, I don't know. It, it very much impresses. It does. Yeah, it's, it's such a curiosity. They, it's funny because there are many examples of flute singing, you know, flute and playing at the same time, like Jeff O'Tall and, you know, sure. all kinds of rock musicians. And, but I don't know, for some reason, it gives such a charge to people when they hear a flute sing. A flute is singing quite the same. Yeah. <laughs> it, it surprises them, I guess, in some way. <laughs> it's an unexpected flute to color, I think. Yeah. And and because Jeff O'Tall does it, I think, or Ian Anderson, um, they associate it with being hip and fun and cool or something. Yeah. I, oh, well, that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> it probably <laughs> plugs into that really easily. <laughs> Um, and then we get somebody like Andrea who can sing and play and play two instruments at the same time and sing. She can do right, the piano, play the, the organ. And sing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that, Andrea? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, you know, last flutists are very lucky that we can do all. We have. We can move around and we can. Uh, combine so many things in our performances, it makes us, I think, more accessible to mm-hmm. larger audience, too. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask Carol, we only have about seven minutes left. Um, what, do you, what else do you have coming up uh, in your schedule this year? Oh, my. Well, I, I function in many arenas, and I'm very excited about going over to judge the Prague Spring International Food Competition. Wow. And, oh. Yeah. That's in May, May 7 to 15, and I'm combining it with um, doing some classes for Ikesh in Hungary, Gerge Ikesh, who's quite a wonder. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't ever used Gerge, you really got to do that. I call him the Pagadini of the police, which is quite an artist. And then mm-hmm. uh, over to Prague, and then recording with Katerzyna Englitschkova, who's a fabulous harpist, so we're going to make a record while we're there. And I get to see my family in Slovakia as well, and that's a big treat. Oh, wow. So what uh, family do you have living in Slovakia? That would be my half-second cousin. It's a fascinating story. My grandmother uh, made the voyage with her mother over in uh, the early 1900s to Ellis Island from Austro-Hungary. And her mother passed away, but her father went back to Slovakia and started a whole new family, and that's the family. Wow. I know. That's great. Well, I hope you'll, you know, blog a lot about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There, you know, it's great. Carol, you have some books and and, um, music coming out, right? Yes, yes. Thank you, Andrea. Um, I've been on a roll to create music for two flutes using standard etudes. So the Anderson Opus 33 and the Bear Begins 18 studies I've made as two duets, largely as a pedagogical teaching tool, although they're a lot of fun to play. 
And I've got three more coming out at the food convention in D.C. Uh, the most are G major concerto for two flutes, the D major for two flutes, and the uh, book of uh, favorite encores, which is going to have some two flute things in there. <laughs> That's fantastic. Awesome. How come you have chosen the two flutes? Uh, approach. What inspires you? Well, what inspires me is that, and it's in my astrology too, it's pretty amazing, that uh, I'm at my happiest when I'm playing with others rather than by myself. Okay. So, uh. I, I know, I know. Well, Vivian, I know, we all know. Uh. <laughs> and, no, I'm serious. And I think two flutes together actually sounds almost better, if not better, than one food. I mean, it's a funny phenomenon that way. I mean, one food is wonderful, but two food is pretty fantastic. And I also knew that from all my years with Moise, he was constantly singing the auxiliary part a lot. You know, and then he didn't make us be able to sing the melody of many of the ACs, especially the Anderson. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to enable everybody to write out a second to the Right. Inspiration. It's excellent. I just wanted to say that we have a caller who's come in, and I'm going to let them come on and ask Carol a question. Great. We only have four, but make, keep in mind, we only have four minutes left, and then we're going to be abruptly cut off. But caller from 513, you're on the air. Welcome to the Flute View Radio. Hey, Can you hear Hacker. us? Yeah. Hey, Rachel. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hi, I'm calling from 14th Street in Lower Manhattan. Uh, I wanted to say, Carol, I love your recording of the Ralph Concerto. It inspired me to play it for the NYU Concerto competition. So. Yay! <laughs> What is it? Did you, did you already play the competition? No, I'm playing it in about two months. <gasps> oh, then you must come by and I'll give you some tips because... Uh... I would absolutely love <laughs> to. No, really. Awesome, awesome. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, so, well, again, it's a very, very dramatic work and a very special work, yeah. It really oh. is, you know. Like there is nothing else like it, and I adore it. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know how to find me. I'm just yeah. <laughs> at Juilliard.edu. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite part in it? I'm sorry, what? What is your favorite part in the concerto? Do you have a favorite oh, part? Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, uh-huh. the opening and the closing is pretty extraordinary. And, um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's so deeply emotional um, mm-hmm. that it's been very hard. Often I've had to fight tears. It's pretty hard to fight tears when you play the flute. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Because your yeah. larynx closes up. I, I think it's because right. at the time that Chris wrote it, he we both had two year olds and um <laughs> it's you know but the third movement is really an extraordinary uh, voyage mm-hmm. of emotions. And as I love the whole piece. It's, it's demanding and it's uh and I have to tell you something. Chris said to me that of all the music he's written some of his most favorite music that he's written is in that big concerto. So, oh, wow. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you, Rachel, for calling in. Yeah, thank Great. you. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, we have one minute left. So, Carol, give us your n- three top tips for our young listeners out there. Ooh, my three top tips. Okay, first of all, just keep blowing. It's like just keep swimming, just keep swimming, but just keep blowing. Uh, make sure that your flute is in good, maintained, well-maintained uh, condition. That's really imperative. And and it's worth spending money to get it fixed. It is, uh, and now we have, you know, very fine flute repair people all over the world. So flute maintenance, lots of air, and... Um, be sure to play what you love to play. Andrea will love that comment because if you don't play what you love to play, and that could be any kind of music, world music, jazz, uh, improvising, this and that, you know, you you're not your interest won't be so that's very important. Thank you, Carol. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I this has it. been the wonderful Carol Winsense from the Juilliard School and international recording artist and flute star are the Flute View trio on the Flute View Radio. Thank you for listening and join in next month when we have a, no, a new special guest. Bye, everybody. Bye, Flute Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, bye Barbara. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. 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 Bye, Carol. Bye, 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 Diana. Bye. Okay, we're done.